Genre. Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast we analyze and celebrate the movie Spider-Man, one spider-tripping minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. <laughs> and I'm Zach Luna. I'm Naomi. Yeah. Welcome back, Naomi. Good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Thanks for spending um, this week on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so today we're talking about minute 15, yes. which begins with Peter saying, I got a crash. Everything's fine. And ends with another uh, phenomenal map painting of Oscorp at night. Ooh, closer up. With, uh, yeah, with, uh, with, with Dr. Strom saying, Mr. Osborne, please. And that's it. That's it. That's um, it. So so yesterday we talked about uh, the scene where uh, Uncle Ben, uh, where Aunt May's like, does he have the flu? And Uncle Ben says he's 17. She says he's depressed and he says he's 17. Yeah. So that scene is in the shooting script as well, but it's flipped. Huh. After Uncle Ben says, what's that all about? Mm-hmm. Aunt May says he's a teenager. And he says he's depressed. And she says <laughs> he's a teenager. And then Uncle Ben says, I better go up. And then Aunt May says, stay put. He'll let us know if he needs help. Cut to <laughs> Peter in his room, and he's gasping and going, help. <laughs> and then collapses onto the floor. Oh, my. Amazing. Oh, I kind of I kind of <laughs> want that. I kind of yeah. want that in this. That is amazing. <laughs> help. Help. <laughs> I think because I think Raimi would sell that so well. Like, I, oh yeah. <laughs> I guess he probably just thought like, the, like as funny as that is in the script, like tonally, it's not the right time for the joke. You know? Yeah, because we did. We already had like Peter sort of taking the air out of the room when he comes home, and and things are off. You know that right? Like, we right. We're in like a warmer type of zone, you know, still talking about sad things, but in terms of like, mm-hmm. you know, we'll come together as a family, whatever. And then Peter storming through that little play and his, uh, you know, drugged out, like uh, sick glory, sort of like mm-hmm. bringing it down. So if we, if we yo-yoed back up to a sort of, you know, silly for its own sake, silly joke that might not like track emotionally through mm-hmm. there. I don't know. I get it. Yeah, it's fun. I, I think they probably, I think they probably shot it. Um, yeah. The way Sam Raimi works in post is he hires two editors. He has two like trustworthy editors that he uses on most of his movies. Yeah. And what's interesting about his process is he actually just has both editors edit the movie separately. They huh. each do a cut. 
Yeah. And then he takes both of their cuts and then makes a master cut using their cuts. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. So like whatever bits and bobs that he likes from each cut, he uses in his master cut that he turns into the studio. I see. Um, yeah. So I would presume one person played this for laughs and the other person played it for drama and he chose the drama, the drama approach. Yeah. The, the body horror moment or whatever, however you want to describe this. moment. Sure. Yeah. Um, the, uh, yeah, the, the, the pre super soldier serum, Steve Rogers moment. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is, uh, this is the earliest version, version that I can. Yeah. yeah. This is like the earliest, uh, uh, like, I don't know, earliest example of that technique that I can think of in film of like CGI over someone's body, like changing their body as yeah. they're in it, you know? Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. I don't think I can I can't think of another movie that ever did this before. I mean, they're obviously cuz it's not like yeah. it's not like he was scrawny. Like there's I saw I I tried to look up to see how they did this and yeah. I can't find any straight answers. So I'm assuming it's it's CG cuz what it looks well, like there is, is that it's well, his yeah, it's ahead. his regular body and they've they've him sort down. of airbrushed and like flattened his like a, his like abs and his his pecs yeah. to look like Less. he's like borderline anorexic. Right. Um I but, remember reading an, an interview but I can't source it right now so this could totally be hearsay that Sam Raimi didn't want to give away how they did it for a while and then did mm -hmm. say that we we did have a skinny body body double that we used. But, oh, it's a body yeah, double. Yeah. Okay. That they CGI'd Toby's face on there. I don't I don't have like backup on this but it is a reasonably uh uh what's the word I'm looking for? Underst understandable one because the the thing was that uh Sam said he was upset that they tried to get as skinny a guy as they could but he still wasn't quite skinny enough because he was still kind of fit, you know, <laughs> that he mm -hmm. almost wanted like a little like, I don't know, like skinny fat pasty version and not just like a very thin guy uh, approach to it. But that they CGI Toby's face on it quite well, um, mm -hmm. because I, I there is a company I should look this up, actually, that works on, with Marvel right now that did the Steve Rogerification of things where they had a, a double film the scene, but they didn't use his body at all. They cgi down chris evans because other they, they wanted his like um his movements and performance to still be organically chris but since right. this is just one shot here uh i i i i'll try to look up and find a source for that interview uh if i if i can it it seems especially with like the the pan up that they're doing and all, well the tilt up that they're doing that it would be a lot more straightforward to, to use a physical double there. But regardless of right. how they did it, the fact that we can't figure out quite how they did it in the moment mm -hmm. works, works really well. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. a bunch of people on, <clears throat> on message boards and things asking, like wondering how they did this. And yeah. everyone seems to be suggesting like, there's a bunch of like people just like know it all internet posters. Oh, who sure. like, Well, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but they shoot these movies out of order. So they obviously <laughs> shot the scene of him in front of the mirror first. And then he spent the whole production bulking up and then they That's shot the other thing at the end. And I'm like, 
number one, he wouldn't have any time to, to do, do that, that during yeah. production. Yeah. Like, yeah. do you, you understand? That last, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Lost muscle mass by that point. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 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 Like. Oh my god! I was, I was just, just reading thing, this. I was like, oh uh, my god! Internet message boards. There's often the thing of like knowing just enough to be dangerous, but not enough to actually like comprehend <laughs> it. That if you know about like, oh man, like Raging Bull that they like took time off for like Robert De Niro to get fat, or like, oh my god, The Machinist, and then like Christian Bale or had to cast away. <laughs> that you know about these things, yeah. That they put Castaway on hiatus for a while. That you know those techniques exist. That you're like, oh, then that's what they must have done immediately without regard to like the reason those stand out as wild outlier examples is because of how ridiculously expensive and not conducive to actual work it is to do those things. Like it's the exception, not the rule. It is so, right. so much work and not sensible to do that in a, in anything other than like, you know, the, the most, you know, the artistic the, the, like we, our integrity artistically is so important or there's no way to fake it. It has to be the same guy for shot after shot after shot. That's only when you would resort to that. This Toby Maguire from his screen test onward was like big fit Toby Maguire. You know, like he worked out a lot in the months preceding this doing right. his gymnastics six training. Months. Yeah, six months doing gymnastics training and learning about some fight choreography and, you know, and it would up. have been really, it would have been really hard because yeah. he was a vegan. I mean, I yeah. know he's a vegan now. He was a vegetarian then, so like, yeah. still difficult to put to on, put on the a muscle. lot of mass. Yeah, so right. like to try to swing through wildly different weights in in the middle of that is ridiculous. Uh, this mm. is not Tobey Maguire's body. We know that for sure. That it's not his body. The the main issue of contention is that Sam wanted to keep it a secret how they did it for quite a while. So I'm trying to I don't know if he was being cheeky in that interview that I heard or uh, if he was actually revealing it. But one way or another, this is a a, a digital um, change manipulation manipu manipulation yeah. to make this possible. Not uh, Tobey Maguire actually being this size at any right. point through production. Um, the the puny Parker body double. Yeah. <laughs> Because even even in like the next moment when he like falls down and grabs the um, the the bed sheet or whatever, he's clearly still got his like Tobey Maguire shoulders and his like forearms and whatnot. Like, oh, yeah, you know, they, like he, they do their best to cover him up. And it is a nice like moment, you know, covering yourself with the sheet because you can't even get into the bed. But it's even a few seconds from this, you know, contentious shot, you can tell evidence that Peter was not this. Uh, I mean, that. <laughs> that Toby, not Peter, uh, was not this size during production. Um, right. But it works. It sells that moment where he looks, he looks very ill. <laughs> like, Abs oh, yeah, absolutely. It does not look well. No. Yeah. yeah. One of my notes is just like, what does this feel like? <laughs> like, I'm just, I, I'm just curious because he looks like, he looks cold. Yeah. But he was obviously hot earlier. Because yeah. he was like taking off his hoodie. He already had his hoodie off and right, everything. Right. So he'd obviously gotten hot earlier, but now he's got like cold sweats. But like he's taking off his shirt. So he's hot again, but then he yeah. pulls the blanket on him. It's on himself and, and he just like collapses. Like he has no yeah. strength to get on the bed. Like, what does this feel like? Is he dizzy? Yeah. Does it hurt? Or is he just like weak feeling or like, I don't know. I don't I'm know. just curious. From yeah. the sequence, it seems like he has all the answers from the universe exploding in his brain right now right <laughs> <laughs> like he's, he's just very having, true 
He's a bit preoccupied with his can, like 2001: A Space those, Odyssey. Uh, feel the tiny little spiders changing his DNA because that's right, what right. See, appears to be happening again. Like, yes. what is, what, what's that number from Hitchhiker's Guide? Is it 40, 42? Yeah. 42. Like he yeah. just like bolts away. 42. <laughs> like, <laughs> like right like, into um, a wall. Yeah. In the the movie uh, Paul, yeah. where they just sort of. Uh. Let's. How, how is it he, the, the the alien Paul guy like just gives him all the secrets of the universe? Are you asking then, me for oh, like, yeah, plot right. details from Paul right now? I don't. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that movie. I've seen that movie way more than probably most people have. <laughs> but like, like he imparts all knowledge right. in an instant, and mm-hmm. that's what I feel like is happening here. But that might just be because of yeah. the way that they're editing it to make sure that we know that. Yeah. Right. You know. It's a, it's well, originally. Yeah. Originally, the this nightmare sequence was very different. Uh, in this version, and which they couldn't afford um, yeah. to do, but it was a uh, uh, geometric shapes are like tumbling toward us, and then they start merging and blending until we realize that they have turned themselves into a spider's web, and we're in a first person point of view as we glide across the web. And find a insect caught at the edge of it, and then we like d- dive into the fly, like Whoa. eating it. it sounds really and the stressful. fly, the yeah. fly starts screaming, and then we cut to the next morning. <laughs> like so that, stressful. That is some like American werewolf in London type malarkey, right yeah. there. That is well, it's one of those. Yeah. It's one of those weird <laughs> screenwriting things with the Spider Man thing, where everyone's yeah. like, "He's called Spider Man. It should be scary." Like, no, that's not. <laughs> You're missing the point of the character. He's not an actual spider. <laughs> but he does whatever a spider can. He can yeah. Whatever they can, yeah. People take that way too literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's sp- spider-themed. Man. Just like spiders. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, that's a very expensive... That's like pulling out all the all the stops type of screenwriting right. there where you're just like, this is going to be a big budget movie. I'll put in this sequence, you know? Why not? Yeah. Um, but, instead of instead of doing that, uh, the the two editors each put together um, different kinds of sequences, uh-huh. and he just sort of combined them in the master, right? Um, which is why it's actually that's the reason why the the lightning strikes are happening is because he used the lightning strikes to cover up the choppy oh, editing yeah. between the two cuts, yeah. yeah. Because every that, time like, there's a lightning strike, it like moves to a, like a slightly different angle yeah. yeah yeah that that would feel like too much of a jump cut otherwise yeah. right that um so he used uh he they used uh stock footage from dark man and army of darkness and a movie called the beyond by lucio Ful- fulci wow okay uh, yeah wow um which they just had lying around and they just used that like, here's so the giant, the giant spider. Yeah, yeah, the giant, the giant tarantula thing, and then the. Here's I'm the assuming the skeleton skull thing is from Army of Darkness because it yeah. reminds me of something that like flies out of the portal at the beginning. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But it was just like a. Um, I can't remember the word right now, but where you you've shot something and it's just like an asset or whatever in your digital library, or and then you're just like, oh, that's a thing we can use. You know, we can yeah. throw that in there. Um, yeah. yeah, it's weird stuff. Weird. That spider bite looks bad. Real bad. Ooh boy. It ooh. Like the, I love the, the like the the choice to have is like knuckles up underneath his chin so like that that we just see it enter frame at the last moment and it's ooh real bad. Real bad yeah. swollen. Oh, danger zone. Like if you yeah. knew nothing about 
Spider-Man as a character, which I'm granted pretty much nobody going into this film uh, w- would fall into that category. But like it, it's played seriously enough that you could be really worried about what he's going to turn into in the morning. Like th- this is like bad news happening all over mm-hmm. um, that. Like I, I, I wouldn't if I if I had seen this scene in a vacuum, I wouldn't be surprised if he woke up the next morning, you know, Cronenberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, like the fly or if he died or I don't know, like it's it's not good. Oh, now yeah. I want to now now because of that that nightmare sequence. Now I want to see uh, I want to see Spider-Man versus uh, Jeff Goldblum. That's what I want to see. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which which now we can we have can in do, the future. Yeah, because, yeah. And uh, uh, what is it? Ragnarok. Goldblum's in Thor Ragnarok. Right. So yeah. he's the game master. Heck yeah, man. So it'd be great. Um, every time, every time Peter goes upstairs and closes the door and there's that long beat where Ben, uh, is turning toward May. I always expect him to just be like, is he tripping on shrooms? Like <laughs> he just has this look on his face. Like, like, is he on drugs? Is yeah. he tripping? And Aunt Remember May that time know. we were on shrooms? Yeah, this exactly. reminds me of that. And May has definitely done some psychedelics in her day. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. For sure. Uh, yeah, she's got, she's got sort of, uh, uh, Lorraine McFly kind of vibe where she would never tell anyone that. Right. Um, as a, as a I, modern I lady. Never sit in a pop car with a boy. Yeah. But if you met her in the past, you'd be like, oh, yikes. Oh, well, she, she parked quite a lot. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she parked with psychedelics all the time. <laughs> uh, uh, but, uh, but Yeah. That's basically, I mean, that's, that's all I have for this minute. Um, cause yeah. you know, it's, we just get that matte painting at the end, which is gorgeous. Yeah. Again, a great matte painting, but this is mostly just a sequence of like Peter freaking out and you know, mm-hmm. what else can you say about it? But right. what, what we could say more about our, our guests like connection to Spider-Man in general though. Couldn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I know, I know Naomi that you, you have a fondness for the character. Uh, cause I see you talk about it a lot on social media things. Mm. You have very strong feelings about Tony Stark's role in the new Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> I do. Uh, so, so yeah, like just tell us, tell us more about like, like, I mean, do you remember your, your first, uh, like interaction with the character? Do you have a, a preference as far as, uh, depictions well, of spider-man i i this, this movie was the first one i saw uh-huh. okay spider-man i think that was my first mm-hmm. like interaction i don't think i really watched any like mm-hmm. cartoons or read the comics mm-hmm. or anything so this yeah. was my first experience <laughs> of spider-man and uh, yeah i think i was probably fully formed when it came yeah. out yeah mm-hmm. um you know i loved i loved these movies especially when you went all uh emo Parker. <laughs> we will have to have you on uh when we get to spider-man 3 definitely. yeah when he starts dancing please um yeah. I, hey no one's called dibs on that so i'm amazed are you serious no one's dibs on that you yeah serious? no one's That's called like dibs on that yet the most you hilarious can... anyway um Call public dibs right now yeah <laughs> um i put off watching like the amazing spider-man movies mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. literally a guy at work who is also a filmmaker and he basically accosted me in the middle of last year and said, why haven't you watched these yet? Here are my blue ways. Watch them now. <laughs> because that was the real important conversation you had to have with you was analyzing the amazing Spider-Man films. 
Yeah. I mean, it's it's a, it's a thing, you know. It is a thing. It is a thing. Mm-hmm. You, they are part of the cultural conversation, I suppose. Um, yep, yep, yep. Um, with, yeah, go ahead. I do like, I like, I like Tom Holland, the newer, newest one. Yeah. And I, I love the fact that they've, they've cast someone with such a heavy dance background because, I mean, he can do everything himself. He's yeah. got the agility. Yeah, his gymnastics are insane. It, yeah. Ridiculous. Well, because he, he was Billy Elliot and like. Yeah, for, for it's, whew, that's yeah. a difficult show to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and, and that like, because that was when he first got like gymnastics background was training for Billy Elliot, right? Mm. And then, yeah, tumbling, um, lots of tumbling in that yeah. show. Yeah, and then he like kept at it on his own and whatnot. Yeah. Um, that um, was great. So it's always been a um, a cinematic uh thing though like you did you ever like like dig back into comics or 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 novels or things like that about spider-man or is like spider-man to you specifically a movie character yeah i think i think for me it is he's literally it's all the movies it's not wow. been it's, hmm. it's, i don't know why like so many of the other ones are like like i've got uh captain america winter soldier Mm-hmm. stuff upstairs like from the comics or i'll I'll mm-hmm. dig into backgrounds of things and do extensive research but not right. as much with uh peter parker for some reason it's all pt it's uh i mean you know to be fair like it's a little intimidating i would say because it's unlike right yeah unlike a lot of other <laughs> characters like other characters have um i think it's one of the most interesting things about spider-man as a comics yeah character is that other characters have like stories you can point to. It's like, where do I start with Batman? Yeah. It's like, Oh, read long Halloween or year one or right. dark Knight returns or, right. you know, hush or whatever. Like there's a mm. endless list of very specific stories you can point to with right. captain America. It's like, Oh, you've got winter soldier. You got this or that. Yeah. And, and there's lots of characters have that, but Spider-Man doesn't. Because yeah. a lot of people, a lot of people will say like, "Oh, read, you know, Craven the the Hunter, or whatever, right. whatever that story is." But that and needs no, so that's much a, context. That's, yeah, yeah, that's a terrible story to start with because yeah. you need to know who Craven is before you read it. Spider Man's yeah. not in like I think it's six issues and he's not in four of them. Right, like yeah, it's. Cause he's dead. Like yeah. it's it's a it's a weird story to to give to people to read. Yeah. Um, so it's it's interesting. Like every time, you know, you point to Spider Man of like, what should I start with? It's always right. runs, and the runs yeah. are always really long. It's like, oh, read the Stan Lee run. Oh, okay, that's only like 120 issues. I haven't right. got or, like money for that, you know? Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Or read the Ultimate Spider Man right. run. It's like, oh, okay, like, that's there's only like 100 10 years of that. Yeah, yeah. There's all, that's. I think it's like 180 issues now. Like <laughs> yeah. it's insane. Yeah. Um, Which I, and so it's yeah. it's. It's always whenever people want to get into Spider-Man, I always point to like outside of the movies. Yeah. I usually point to things like Spectacular Spider-Man, um, the, the TV cartoon series. series. The cartoon series yeah. is great. Great. Right. And most of it's on YouTube if you want to look it up. Um, well, it's all on uh, Hulu, I think, too. Look it up. On, get it on Hulu then. Do it on Hulu. Yeah. Uh, the thing <laughs> with Hulu, when you're ah, outside mm. of the United States. Ah. Oh, is it is different? It doesn't. It often always does not work. Oh. It, it will be this is outside your mm-hmm. your zone or whatever yeah, yeah. well that it. won't have that won't be a problem for you much longer right <laughs> yeah. i don't know how it works in canada though sometimes it's still like doesn't work. generally <laughs> things work better in canada like canada netflix in canada <laughs> has like way more stuff than like u.s can u.s netflix that, does that's true yeah Which so maybe it will work better yeah. yeah but like but that i think that is a good uh 
like entry point definitely like the the it's a condensed amount of time but it's enough you know stories mm-hmm. going on that you get a real sense of like oh what is the core appeal of spider-man that cartoon does it really well um yeah yeah like i mean i like i said like i was just lucky that ultimate spider-man was starting mm-hmm. when i got into spider-man so that i could just hop on board immediately from the get-go right but like, well, I mean, it's like it's like I said in the in in our pilot episode. Like my yeah. my introduction to to comic Spider Man was like part three of a like seventeen part crossover event. Right, like, right. The guy, you know, it's it's the sort of thing where you just have to just like start reading somewhere and then yeah. kind of I don't know look up stuff you don't understand or whatever because yeah. there's no good way because at the end of the day and and this is the thing that has always been problematic with the with the with the movies just in general. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, Spider-Man is a soap opera. Yeah. And it's an ongoing a long story. One. Yeah. Long ongoing story and it's it's almost unlike any other character other than the X-Men. But even yeah. the X-Men have uh touchstone stories yeah. that yeah. Spider-Man doesn't really have. Um so it's uh it's it's interesting. It's it's weird that he's a character that doesn't really have good touchstone stories to choose from because it's always just like, well, read yeah. like these 100 issues or these right. 40 issues or whatever. And yet he um, is omnipresent and and the most popular yeah. superhero. Yeah. Yeah. But like it's really um, interesting. Yeah, and maybe you know maybe part of it is like because he is in so many different mediums that like people can come to him you know, and like that, their thing, I, I meet a lot of kids, not kids, but like I get messages from a lot of people whose first interaction with Spider-Man is a video game. Um, mm-hmm. Like I get a lot of like messages from people asking me about costume stuff, specifically because Spider-Man was like their favorite character from when they like were playing a video game. And I, I meet a lot mm-hmm. of people whose big exposure to him was the 90s cartoon series, you know, and oh, yeah. And now you meet people that that like that we have the option now that we're in this like post 2002 world that like oh yeah, my first exposure was these big successful movies that he was in. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's a thing that like, he has such like saturation in so many different mediums that you're almost guaranteed to come across him in some way and see the, the big enthusiasm that they have. And that, that it is, it is a very like mealy character, no matter what you're putting him in that, like the power and responsibility and the origin story are so straightforward and precise Mm -hmm. and easy to, easy to grok that um mm-hmm. he's gonna work wherever you find him but it is it is interesting that like his his native medium the comics is a harder one to like a, like to give you an in for like where do you mm-hmm. you know how do you yeah. i don't know i don't know since you said that i think mm-hmm. actually i did come across spider-man before in marvel capcom game yes oh, yeah yeah I, i'd completely forgot. i used to spend mm-hmm. a lot of time because we used to live in hong kong there was a Big oh, arcades wow. and stuff. Oh, sure. And yeah. so, like, when we went back, me and my brother would go back in summers from, like, 98 yeah. onwards. Like, we, like, 98, 99, those were big, go to an arcade, play some games. Oh, yeah. Go watch Star Wars. That was, like, <laughs> the time to be. Yeah. And that would be like a thing that sticks in your brain. Like, oh, yeah, like what is that Spider-Man guy? What does he do? Oh, he's strong and he shoots webs and he's got a whole thing. with his, yeah. you ca- mm-hmm. OK, like that you get a gist of him because of his power set. Uh, yeah, it was game. like it was because yeah. I think it was 
he was mm. one of the two characters I played as the most, actually. Oh, wow. It was yeah. uh, him and, is it Ryu who does the Hydoken? Oh, yeah. 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 Just because yeah. I love going Hydoken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember those games in an arcade being one of my first um, exposures to the X-Men. Was like, mm. you know, that, that that they were, yeah, with Wolverine or that, like, I think Storm was in there as so you do, like, a spinny thing. Just the idea of, like, oh, who's that guy? Why does he have claws? What's their deal? Oh, that's the X-Men. They're like a team. They're all mm -hmm. mutants. And that, like, sat in the back of my brain for a while until I, you know, read some comics about it. But that, like, that was one of those early things for me, you know, that you see them in these different ways. And then oh yeah and you get to see a story with them. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm as, curious. Yeah, I'm yeah. curious. um Naomi, when you, because everyone has sort of uh, their personal like Spider-Man, like when you close your eyes and you picture Spider-Man, like what are you picturing? Hmm. <laughs> to be honest, right now, all I can think of is that I think there's a, like a little clip from a cartoon where he punches a hole in a window and then just opens it. <laughs> <laughs> Like the, no the, the 1960s Spider-Man <laughs> <laughs> animated one where he... <laughs> like, there's just no need for it. It's um, like Trey breaking and entering. Yeah, yeah. I think I think to me, it, like like with like Doctors and stuff, Tommy mm. Maguire, because it was just it's so long that he's been Spider-Man. Yeah. Because yeah. I, mean, I didn't yeah. watch The Amazing Spider-Man until last year, and obviously I didn't see Tom Holland as Spider-Man until last year. Yeah. So I think just Tobey Maguire has been Spider-Man for like 15 years? Mm -hmm. Something like that, yeah. Wow, yeah. 15 years. Yeah. That's crazy. It's happened. Yeah, that's perfect. I mean, this is as good a uh, a like archetype of Spider-Man as you can find is this this first Sam Raimi movie, I think is. Mm -hmm. uh, it, that there he is, that's Spider-Man. Like a lot it's all there. Um yeah is, absolutely yeah i, I still do question as much as i I do love tom holland in the mm. role i do have to question why they have to keep doing peter parker over and over again when they have got you know like Miles Morales. oh sure yeah yeah, like, yeah. i mean it's 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 i think it's a there, there's an element of they don't feel that they've gotten the character right because like despite the fact that like Tobey Maguire is like your Spider-Man and that's sort of what mm. you picture with mm -hmm. the character. It's not, he's not totally accurate. Like he's a great it's, portrayal. Especially when he's suited up. Like, right. Yeah. Especially when he is Spider-Man, he's more Superman than he is Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, <laughs> but, but yeah, so I think, I think it was the fact that like, they just didn't feel like they had nailed it yet. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, and so they wanted to nail it and, you know, I'm sure we're going to get Miles in a future movie as yeah. like another Spider-Man or something like they'll they'll add him to the to the um you know the ensemble. I I yeah. would see I could see that happening in as soon as the next Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Uh and he's the star of his own franchise with the new animated The new films, animated so. Yeah. And he was so, on a little bit on the previous anim the the second to latest animated um, TV show. They had Miles on right. it for a bit, but it's still, right. it is one of those things where it's like, well, you know, you could make a big shift here, but there is an, an aspect of like a corporation this big being a tiny bit gun shy about mm -hmm. changing something. So, yeah. so it's huge. also yeah. the thing that I think makes Miles a great character is that he's a legacy, a legacy. character. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Is yeah. that his great power, great responsibility moment is that, 
he doesn't save he has spider powers and he doesn't save Peter Parker from getting killed because yeah. he's like, I'm not a superhero, so I'm why would I help him? That's ridiculous. Right. And then Peter Parker dies and he's like, I could have stopped that from happening and I didn't. So I'm gonna I'm going to become Spider-Man to pick up his legacy yeah. and honor it's him the best beautiful. I can. Yeah. It's a beautiful like legacy moment. And if you start with him, you lose that. And yeah. I think that it 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 takes something because then you have to create an origin for him. And yeah. who knows? I don't know that I trust Hollywood to create <laughs> a good origin yeah. for Miles. Um so <laughs> I, I I I I get where they're coming from, I think. Yeah. I, I mean I definitely get, you know, I'm all on board the Miles train. Like I love Miles Morales. Yeah. Um and I can't wait to see him in live action. But I do love him as a legacy character. For sure. Yeah. It's tricky. It's tricky. Yeah, yeah. it is tricky. But, um, but, you know, that's that says nothing about the fact that, like, yeah, they do have Miles, and so they didn't have to do Peter again. But if they're going to do Peter again, I mean, they didn't have to cast a white guy. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. No, yeah. You never, uh, no, no one you, says that Peter's got to be white. Like, Kid from Queens doesn't need to be white. <laughs> most generic safe choice. Yeah. Which is, right. again, nothing against Tom himself. Like, he's amazing no. in the role. Yeah, no, he's, he's, oh, yeah, yeah, he's phenomenal. Right. Right. And yeah. I just like also I have to question like again I I love Chris Evans I obviously love Sebastian Stan as is known by people who know me oh, um, yeah. but so many characters from New York and all of them are white yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like right. I don't know about not in, not in I, homecoming, I lived in Brooklyn though. Not, like yeah the amount yeah. of white people I saw on the street was far less than you know everyone yeah. else everyone else right yeah. Uh, I mean, thankfully, that doesn't seem to be the case in Homecoming. It seems like uh, they're at least like if they're going to cast a white Peter Parker, they're at least surrounding really, him. Yeah, like, like diversify MJ, the like, actual school he goes to. Like yeah. Zendaya, right? yeah. 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 MJ's Zendaya and Liz mm -hmm. Allen is also, uh, I think, a black actress. Yeah. And um, it's yeah. And then his best friend is like a, a big Asian guy. Like, yeah. I mean, it's yes. it's good. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's multicultural. They're, they're, it's it's much more New York. Yeah, they're saying yeah. like if you are gonna make the the safest call with Peter, we should at least try to make the world he lives in the the you know actual world. update the actual world. <laughs> right, yeah, like, right. Because yeah. as you all know, with yeah. great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so, oh, I'm ex go. I'm excited. We're gonna that's gonna be soon. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or, or will it have already happened? When is no. The, yeah, we're we're still in May, I think. We're still in early May right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. Late, late May at this point. We're three weeks in. Three weeks into May right now, yeah. and it comes out next month Ju technically. I guess. July, right? July. Okay. All right. I won't even be in England then. Whoa. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll definitely have to do a, a special episode when the movie comes out. And, oh, uh, for sure. Yeah. That's that's. Yeah. That's not debatable. We're definitely <laughs> okay, going right. to do that. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be great. Um, yeah. So uh, th thanks for joining us yeah. this week, Naomi. So good. So good. Yeah. yeah. It's meant a lot to you. Talking about movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So that uh, I think that wraps up uh, Minute 15. We'll be back next week with uh mm. with more but uh, in the meantime go check out our patreon page at uh, duelinggenre.com support where mm -hmm. uh you at the five dollar level or higher you will gain access to 
whatever weekend edition that Zach and I uh, come up with for this show um, where we, we cover all things Spider-Man. We got lots of plans and things that we want to cover and discuss. So you're definitely going to want to become a Patreon member uh, to hear us talk about all those other non-movie Spider-Man things, mm. as well as that review of Spider-Man Homecoming will be on our Patreon show. So right. uh, go go check that out. Uh, we will probably have it up at this point. <laughs> um, so, uh, it, you know, time. It's weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so go check that out. Um, become a Patreon member and uh, help us keep the lights on. Help us keep the show going. All yeah. of our shows going. Yeah, not just for this show, but for everything, you know. From right. By and night you'll, and you will, the, yeah. Exactly. And you'll, yeah. Gain, you'll gain access to not only the bonus content for this show, but all of the shows at, uh, at Dueling Genre. So uh, it's well worth your, your $5 a month. And, and it uh, helps us a lot. We, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. put it to good use. Thank you so um, much. <laughs> so we'll uh we'll talk to you next week. Bye everybody. Bye. Bye.